All right, and uh, 35 degrees our current temperature at WNRI. And uh, the Upfront program coming your way in just a few moments. Right now we're going to spend time uh, pulling out some uh, Autumn Fest buttons and uh, Autumn Fest button. No, Autumn Fest calendar winners. Why don't I just keep quiet and just go to Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. That's right, and we're going to draw two lucky names today because <laughs> we're going to draw Friday today and we're going to draw Saturday. We will draw Sunday's winner on Monday's program. Right. So both uh, prizes today include an executive auto wash, three platinum washes and $63 value and a three-month platinum car wash membership, $108 value. That package is active both days. So today, the prize additionally includes a Broster House restaurant $25 gift card and that goes out to Rachel Naradoi. Rachel Naradoi. Why can't it be Rachel Russell? I don't know. Rachel Naradoi of North Smithfield. You have the Broster House gift card and package from Executive Auto Wash. On Saturday, the additional prize to the car wash is the Lodge Pub and Eatery $25 gift card. And that goes to Kathy Ward of Woonsocket. So Kathy Ward and Rachel Naradoi, Autumn Fest will be in touch with you. It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Upfront program for this uh, Friday morning. It's a typical Friday morning. Why? Because we're going to do our real estate question with Robert Martin. Bob Martin from Crossroads Real Estate Group. And then we're going to hand the microphone over to uh, John Brian. And he is going to uh, talk about uh, whatever he wants to talk about on the Upfront program. And, uh, John, are you uh, ready for today's show, I hope? Absolutely. Ready okay. to go. All right. He says he's ready to go. And uh, we're ready to, uh, to listen to what you have to say. But right now, let's uh, check in with Bob Martin and see if he's uh, okay. How are you doing there, Mr. Martin? Very well, Roger, and yourself. Good. Did you enjoy Halloween? I know it's one of your favorite times of the year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, <laughs> stayed home. You stayed home. <laughs> kids, kids, the kids are all grown up. Uh-huh. So, uh, and uh, the, the condo project I live at did Halloween on Friday night. Uh-huh. They were anticipating rain. Uh-huh. So, uh Right, and you were at a local restaurant anyway, so it didn't make any difference, right? You got it. Okay. That's right. All right, so uh, Bob Martin's uh, celebrating Halloween in his usual fashion. And now it's time for our real estate question of the week. It says here, I was pre-qualified for a mortgage and have uh, placed an offer on a house. The agent told me that I need to get pre-approved. What's the difference? Yeah, I've always wondered that, Bob. Well, unfortunately, the terms are very oftentimes used interchangeably. However, to me, there's a distinct difference. A pre-approval would be um, I pick up the phone, I go, or I even go online on a dot-com, and I enter what, you know, information, my income, any expenses I might have, and then I said, whoops, okay, you know, you're pre-approved, or you're you're pre-qualified. So I go back to what's the computer terminology, garbage in, garbage out. And I don't mean to say people are misleading, but that could be overtime income that they're not going to count, all kinds of things. So it's a preliminary and says it looks like you qualify for a mortgage. That, that to me, is what a pre-qualification is, a pre-approval. And if I have a listing and I've got a buyer that comes in from another office, I will call the, the mortgage originator and say, Okay, you, you're saying this is a pre-approval. Have you seen their W-2s? Have you run their credit bureau? Is their FICO score nice and solid, or is it borderline? Is their debt-to-income ratio borderline? Have you um, seen their income tax returns? Have you verified their sources of income? And what I want to hear is yes, 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 and yes. So we verified everything uh, that there is to, as if, They came in with an application, and I'm saying to you that they're good for a mortgage subject to an appraisal of up to this amount. That is, to me, a pre-approval. They're good to go. I verified it. Too often times, what we have is, well, I ran a credit on them, and 
from a FICO score, they qualify. And over the phone, I took what they said they earn, and I took what they, you know, if any possible expenses they have, and it looks like they qualify for a mortgage. To me, there's a whole difference in the world because even if their income, that they're stating their income is, is accurate, um, uh, let's say it's overtime. Overtime is a big bone of contention because what they'll want is they'll want that employer to the HR department to write and say, we will almost basically guarantee that they're going to work that kind of overtime. There's no HR department's going to do that. Um, so there are a number of factors, even though they're not misleading anyone, that things can get thrown out, um, you know, un unpaid charge-offs, um, student loans, all of that kind of thing. So there's, there's, there's a big difference. So what we want is a pre-approval, and that's what this particular lender must be looking for, or the, the other agent. I see the difference clearly, and I want to thank you for uh, making that distinction for our audience today. You're just a wealth of knowledge, okay. Mr. Martin. Appreciate well, that. Well, thank you, Roger. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Yes, yes, yes okay. of course. Uh, that was a nice compliment. Remember, the Christmas carousel is coming. Now, have, oh, a, great, <laughs> have a great weekend, okay? <laughs> All right. Thank okay, you. Roger. All right, talking to us, uh, Mr. Robert Martin from Crossroads Real Estate Group of Woonsocket. All right, we're going to have this message, and then we'll get to uh, Mr. John Brian. Just in time for the return of your favorite fall trends. Afterglow Boutique is having their grand opening November 7th. Marissa Santos, the proprietor, has been in business since 2020 and is now ready to finally open the doors of her new boutique. Fashion trends from head to toe, from jewelry, tumblers, clothing, candy snacks, and many other items you'll need for the upcoming holiday season. Afterglow Boutique is located at 43 Main Street, Blackstone, Massachusetts. Visit Visit her website and download the app. You can also call Marissa at 508-928-2396. Again, Afterglow Boutique is located at 43 Main Street, Blackstone, Massachusetts. Looking forward to seeing you there. Oh, I will hold on to the Afterglow. Listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we are back with the panel here on the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM, 99.9 FM, WNRI. For the next 45 minutes, you'll be with me, the Friday host of the Upfront Radio Show, John Brian. So happy to have you here. So many things to talk about, never enough time to do it. So we're going to get right into it. But before we do, I want to make sure that you have the numbers to get in touch with me so that we can talk. Because it's a talk show. And this talk show is only as good as this caller. So give me a call at 766-1380, 769-0600, is the toll-free number. And, of course, you can always email me at upfront at WNRI.com. Well, where to begin? Where to begin? All I can say is, I have a spring in my step. It's a new day in America, I believe. It's a new time that the people have begun. We're not there. We're not close. We're miles away. But we've begun to claw our way back into some sense of sanity. I hope you are paying attention. I hope you are paying attention to Tuesday night's electoral results because they were huge. They sent the message. Now, they'll be downplayed, of course, by the pundits, and we're going to get into that during the show, how they're being downplayed and what they're saying about the results. So predictable, so ridiculous, but they say it nonetheless. But in case you weren't aware, there were elections all over the country on Tuesday, but all eyes of the country were focused on the state of Virginia and what happened in the state of Virginia. You had the Clintonite, the Clinton loyalist, the swamp creature, Terry McAuliffe, running for governor, of course, calling every concerned parent a racist and a domestic terrorist, lying, constantly lying throughout his campaign. And then you had Glenn Youngkin, basically a self-financed businessman running for governor. 
And, of course, they felt that, you know, with just enough cheating and lots of lying, they could get Terry McAuliffe over the hump. Well, guess what? They lost. Not only did they lose, but they lost big. And how did they lose big? They lost control of the Virginia House of Delegates. That flipped to the Republicans. They lost the governor's race. They lost the lieutenant governor's race. And we're going to get into that particular issue in this show. They lost the AG's office. Over in the great state of New Jersey, there was a election as well. And uh, Phil Murphy held on by the skin of his teeth. Almost lost to the Republican who was not expected to win, but lost, like, by so little votes, it's, it's frightening, okay? And I really believe that up in Fairfield County in New Jersey, they found, just, they found just enough votes for Phil Murphy to win. But here's what's the amazing part, okay? There's a guy who's the Senate president in New Jersey. His last name is Sweeney. He's the dean of the Senate. He is the dean of the legislature, the longest serving member of the legis legislature in New Jersey. He was beat. He was beat by a guy who's a truck driver who spent $200 on a campaign. $200 on his campaign. And this guy beat the most powerful legislator in the state of New Jersey. And why did he do that? Why did he run? Because he was denied a concealed carry permit and he had had enough. He had had enough. And he was an average citizen, a truck driver, no political experience or aspirations, threw his name in because he was just tired of the nonsense. And what happens? He wins. Can you believe that? So what does that mean? What that means to me, and there are Republican wins all around the country, it means to me that people are tired of what's going on. Now, of course, in regards to that very race I was just referring to, the snobs are out there, and there's this one uh, tweet from this guy, Tom Nichols. And says, of course, he, you know, he, he's raising his nose at, at a citizen legislator. He says, so the guy who defeated the New Jersey Senate president ran because he was denied a concealed carry permit. I'm sure this will all go very well and produce a fine, informed legislator. You see, and this is a blue checkmark guy on Twitter, by the way. He's in the media. So what that tells you is, if you're not a lemming, if you're not a creature, if you're not a follower, if you don't obey or you don't consider policies that continue to control the people, then you don't matter. You don't count. And I have to tell you, one of my favorite legislators in this state, in this great state of Rhode Island, is a Republican from Gloucester. Senator Jessica De La Cruz. And her response is, sounds very familiar to me. If Chief Perella of East Providence had just given me my license to carry, I would not be a state senator today. Why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because this has ramifications on this local level here in the city of Woonsocket and the surrounding towns. This has ramifications here in the state. This has ramifications here in our United States of America. Okay? People are waking up. And it's radio shows like this and other programs. Look, this radio show doesn't begin to scratch the surface of being able to wake people up. But at least it's a voice. At least it's a voice that you hear that is trending you in the right direction. I'm going to give you some things to think about during this show. And hopefully you'll take that forward. And you'll say, wow, that makes sense to me. 
I want to do more research. I want to do more reading from other sources, not the mainstream media. I want to think for myself. That's what this is all about. You're constantly told that you're powerless and you can't run and you can't win. Tell that to the truck driver that just beat the Senate president in New Jersey. $200 on that campaign. You can run and you can win and you can bring sense and sensibility to those that govern the masses. You can do it. And you can be a part of the solution or you can be a part of the problem. And I applaud the people that are a part of the solution. Here's an interesting point. There's a guy, Paul Bedard. He's a writer. Uh, he writes for a number of publications. Very lefty guy. And he had put out a tweet on election day in Virginia. He put up a picture of, attention all voters, you must show ID or sign an ID confirmation statement to vote. And he puts out a picture of that with a tweet that says, voted in Virginia despite this hateful requirement. How is that hateful? How is it hateful to show that you are who you say you are when you go to vote? And here's some statistics for you from Rasmussen. According to Rasmussen, 75% of voters say voter ID is necessary, including 74% of all black voters. 75% of black voters either believe the level of difficulty to vote is about right or is already too easy to vote. 95% of all black voters say it is very important to prevent cheating in elections. Okay? But here in the great city of Woonsocket... We have, an elect, we have elected officials, a state senator who has signed on to bills consistently to repeal voter ID in the state of Rhode Island. Someone who supports licenses for everyone here in the state of Rhode Island, including illegal immigrants. You can do it. You can do it. And that's what Tuesday shows us. And that there is a semblance of sanity coming back to the United States. And the snapback from the 2020 elections and what has been produced and the garbage that has come out of Washington and out of the state of Rhode Island in the past 10 months is incredible. I just read yesterday that the governor completely supports Joe Biden's proposal, which is going active, by the way, to have OSHA mandate the vaccine for employers or have strict fines for employers, employees, and like basically like segregation of people. This is about control and about splitting people up. And when you have a governor that completely supports an unconstitutional mandate by a federal agency that has no business in the vaccine and the mandate industry, it's ridiculous that OSHA is going to enforce a vaccine mandate okay but when you've got a state government that supports this president and this unconstitutional mandate you're gonna get what you just got in the state of virginia what you almost got in the state of new jersey new jersey by the way was a blue state that President Biden won by 16 votes. I mean, 16 percent. Okay, he he won by 16 percent. 16 points up in New Jersey, and the governor almost just lost the governorship by like less than 10,000 votes. 
So here's your choice, listeners. Here's your choice. You can choose the best education for kids. You can choose a strong economy. You can, you can choose secure borders and safe streets. You can choose freedom. Or you can choose divisive critical race theory, inflation and empty shelves, record illegal immigration, record crime, and mandates. My question is, which are you going to choose? Good morning and welcome to the Upfront Show. Hello, John. How are you? Good morning. So, I wanted to say something about the Virginia race. So, I will tell you this. When I first saw Glenn Youngkin, right, and, and I, get, I get it. You can't judge a book by its cover. You shouldn't, you know, judge somebody by the way they look. But when I saw him, to me, it just screamed snobby, snotty, uppity. Like, the, the parent that I could not stand growing up. The parent who drove the $100,000 Mercedes, sent their kids to private school and looked down at people like me. That's That was the impression I got. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then, I will tell you, John, I heard him speak once. I said, let, let, me, let me hear this guy out. You can't, again, you can't judge someone by their appearance. That's just wrong across the board. But sometimes you just have that impulse, that reaction. But, you know, so I said, let me listen to this guy. And I listened to him, and I was blown away. I said, this guy knows how he's charismatic. He knows how to connect with people, and he knows the issues, and he knows the issues that are important. Now, one issue I'm going to talk about, John, is 90% of the, I read that 90% of the parents in Virginia, at least 90% think that the parents should have some input or some, some, um, you know, uh, some influence on what goes on in the classroom. 90%. And Glenn Youngkin came and he said, look, this is, this, this is what the people want. This is... Terry McAuliffe said that the parents should have no input, no feedback at all, right? So Absolutely. Terry McAuliffe said that parents do not have the, it's not the business of the parents to be involved in what is taught to their children. Well, it's, it's insane. And the thing is, and I, I, I called Larry show a few days and I said, look, the only thing parents objected to, they weren't objecting to 95% of the curriculum, they weren't trying to do a complete overhaul. They weren't asking for people to resign. It was one thing they opposed. This one little thing they said, hey, we just we think this is toxic. Why don't we just rethink this? And people just would not back down. They said, no, no. One more thing, though. Is it wrong that I thought of that about Yunkin at first? Or is that a natural reaction? Did you get that vibe? Or... Well, I didn't get that vibe only because I didn't know enough about the candidate. So I just... I just went in and I and I listened to some of his speeches and, and, and saw some of his events because I know enough about Terry McAuliffe to know that he is basically just, you know, he is part of the Clinton tree, uh, the poison, the poisonous Clinton tree. And I knew uh, who Terry McAuliffe is and I know what he's been. So uh, I know anybody but Terry McAuliffe. So I went with, 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 with a kind of a different attitude. But I will tell you, when I heard the man speak, he connects with the voters, and there's no question why he won, because he was able to basically put in a bottle the angst that the parents have in that state and use it for a win. And there was, I have to tell you, there was nothing better, and I'm going to get into it a little bit later, there was nothing better than watching the dumpster fire of MSNBC and CNN on Tuesday night. It, I, I'll, I'll tell you. It was glorious to see their reactions to what was happening in Virginia, that, that their hero, Terry McAuliffe, was going down. It was just beautiful because here's a guy, important, and won with it, and they just didn't see it coming. And, uh, but but, I, but it, being a rich, self-funded guy, I mean, I, I think I, could, I understand where you were coming from. Yeah, no, I, and again, it's, I, I'm ashamed to say that. I shouldn't have said, you know, I shouldn't have thought that. But it's just, again, it, it, he looked like every other father that I knew growing up that was super snotty and looked down at me. And I said, no, 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 you can never judge a book by its cover. I got to hear this guy out. And I was blown. One more thing, though, I have I've yet to watch the reaction from the MSNBC people. I'm gonna, later on tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna YouTube it and check. But they said that this was they were going on TV. I, the parts I did see, they were going on TV saying that it was white supremacists that came out. But they elected a Cuban-American as attorney general, and they elected a Jamaican-American as lieutenant governor. So what they're saying is that those two people are, 
a white supremacist. It's insa- It's absolute wokeness. Wokeness is, has gone insane. I just I cannot believe it. And I I, I 100 agree with you. I swear that I believe it's a mental disease. I really do because they just no matter what. No matter what, it's about racism. It's about white supremacy, and I am. I do have some quotes. I am going to talk about that, and I agree with you one hundred percent. Hey, thanks for the call. All right, you bet. Bye. Good morning, and welcome to the Upfront Show. Good morning. I was a teacher for longer than maybe the years you are, but I always believed that the parents have the last say. I may suggest. And I could be right, they could be wrong, but it they are the ones that rear them, that care for them, the whole nine yards, and they, what their wishes should be abided by. That's number one. Number two, you may look at people today, big houses, nice cars, but a lot of these people, are first generation, worked hard, did without and made their fortune. And people don't realize that. Well, I, I they think- look at what they have now, not where they began and the sacrifices they made. No, I, and it's I- these people that I respect tremendously. I understand what you're saying, and, and, and certainly it's the parents that, you know, are the ones that have the most say, not don't have any say, and I think that's what led to what happened on Tuesday night. Look, you can't teach kids what, what's going on is that the left has gone so far. And so to have like these drag queen things going on for the kids and to have them taught about like serious sexual things in second and third grade and have these, these you know, these uh, books that are put in the schools that you and I could never have even imagined would, would be in a school and to teach critical race theory and to say that basically teaching based on the fact that if you're white, you're bad, the, the, the founding fathers were bad, the nation was, 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 you know, started on racism, all of this crap that basically parents are tired of being told by this administration, well, if you stand up for your kid, you're a domestic terrorist. I mean, that's what, the, that's what they said. They said, we want school boards to report parents who come before you and, 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 you know, basically protest what's going on in your school district because we're worried that they're domestic terrorists. People have had enough of this crap. And there's one other thing I want your opinion on. Most schools have a dress code. And recently I asked, do you still have a dress code? And uh, they laughed and said, but who enforces that anymore? Blew my mind. Yeah, I, I think that basically that, that is something that, that goes from school to school. And that's why, look, as a result of all of what you're saying, because you see the way kids dress nowadays, you see, look, here's the reason why. You look at critical race theory. You look at all of this sexual stuff that's being taught to the kids. You look at the, the way the kids are dressing. And it's no wonder why that, quite surprisingly and really happily, that the, that the Catholic schools, the, the parochial schools, their uh, attendance rates are soaring. Hey, thanks for the call this morning. I appreciate Have it. Have a good day. All right. So I do want to get into some of the things that the mainstream media is telling you and not telling you about what happened down in Virginia particularly when it comes, as, a, as the caller referred to earlier, you've got a Cuban-American elected attorney general. But God forbid you're not going to believe this. You've got a female, black, conservative, Republican elected as the lieutenant governor down in Virginia. And they're telling you that it was white supremacy. So we're going to get into some of that insanity when we come back here on the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM, 99.FM, WNRI. Champs Liquors for Keyway, 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket, still featuring flip-flop wines. A California winery that has crafted a variety of wines that are fun, fruit-flavored, with amazing taste. Listen to what we have. Two bottles of flip-flop wine for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10, mix and match. And our newest wine edition comes from Italy. Check out the Stella Rosa collection. It's a semi
semi-sweet wine offered in a variety of tastes, including peach, blackberry, blueberry watermelon, and green apple to mention a few, and affordably priced at $11.99 or $12.99. Goes well with a wide range of appetizers, entrees, and desserts. And yes, we continue the best price in town on Bud or Bud Light, 30-pack, $26.47 plus tax. We're open daily, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. For a great selection of beer and wine and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors, 481 Clinton Street. The go-to place for authentic Italian dining is Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar. Over 20 Italian dishes made to order from our menu or experience our Sicilian-style pizza. Build your own while you choose from your veggies, meats and cheeses, and of course our traditional family-style chicken dinner is offered every day. Savini's Pomodoro on Rathbun Street with affordable accommodations for weddings, birthdays, anniversaries, and business meetings. Close Mondays open Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 4, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays at noon. For reservations, call 762-5114. That's 762-5114. Savini's Pomodoro Italian Kitchen and Bar, 476 Rathbun Street, Woonsocket. Hi, this is Gina Savini, inviting you to join us at our family-owned businesses, Savini's or Ciro's, perfect for any event. And I also want to remind you that the soup and salad bar are now open at Savini's Pomodoro. So make sure you check that out. I love a soup and salad bar, and theirs is fantastic. So go check that out at Savini's Pomodoro. Hey, I have something else to tell you, and that's the housing market is changing. Did you know that? And it appears interest rates will be rising. If you are serious about selling your house or buying a new home, don't hesitate. Call Marge Jacob today. Marge is a broker with Remax Town & Country, and she has 47 years' experience in real estate. Marge knows the market. Call Marge Jacob at 529-0831 and know that she'll return your call promptly. And I can tell you from personal experience, that is always the case. Don't wait. Call Marge today. 529-0831. 529-0831 is Marge's number. Marge Jacob, broker. 47 years experience, always there for you. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. So we're back here on the panel, here on uh, the Upfront Radio Show, and we're talking about what happened on Tuesday night, the glorious Tuesday night election results, I gotta tell you. Election nights for me is like a geek show. Like I just can't, you know, I just can't consume enough information. And here's the truth. I've been getting my information now for about a year from other sources than the mainstream media because I just can't. After November 3rd, 2020, you know, the, the, I went to bed. And uh, I, you know, I had my own election result, which was not what I had hoped for. But, hey, it is what it is. Life goes on. You win some, you lose some, you know. Uh, sometimes the bear, you get the bear and sometimes the bear gets you. And that happens. That's fine. But the thing, honestly, that I was so concerned about was the presidential race. And I went to bed and I saw that the president, President Donald Trump, had won Ohio, had won Michigan, had won Florida. And I said, no candidate that had ever won these states before had won Pennsylvania. No candidate that ever won these states before had ever lost the election. So I went to bed with Donald Trump being reelected president. And I guess while I was sleeping, there was that massive 3 a.m. data dump from all over the country, which installed the Biden regime into this banana republic that we call the United States right now. And if you think the election results in 2020 were, were legit, I got to tell you, you got to wake up. It just wasn't. They weren't going to let that happen again, and they made sure of it. So I've been off news for a year. A year I've been off network news. And when I say network, I mean Fox and... I go to alternative news sources now. I watched the networks, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, for the first time in a full calendar year on Tuesday night. And it was such a, a great welcome back. And like I said, I like to watch the dumpster, the dumpster fire going on 
on the other channels. It's like a funeral. It's like watching people walk around a morgue. Because I love to hear the stupid things that they say and the reasons that they'll give. They don't give Tuesday's results any credit at all to people who are fed up, parents who are fed up, people who see this progressivism and this Marxism and this socialism and this insanity creeping into our city halls and our state legislatures and our U.S. Congress. They're tired of it. They're tired of the senile old man who's not even the real president. Someone else is controlling this country and it's not him. I can assure you of that. They're tired of it. People are rising up. The lemmings have stopped before the cliff. And they ask themselves, what the hell are we running for? I said this a few months ago, and it bore itself out Tuesday night. I said suburban moms who ran away from Trump in 20 would come back and be part of the red wave. That suburban moms with school-age kids would be the ones to flip elections and create the red wave. And boy, was I correct. Was I correct in the, in the state of Virginia. It was suburban moms of school-age kids who came out in droves for Glenn Youngkin. And flipped the legislature there, flipped the state capitol, flipped all the general offices. But what does MSNBC tell you? MSNBC is Nicole Wallace. That's their Republican, okay? That's their Republican, which is so bogus. Nicole Wallace is a good Republican like I used to be a good Democrat, okay? It's just nonsense. I never followed the wave. I never followed the, you know, I, I, I never went along with the party. This person is not a Republican at all. And she says, critical race theory, which isn't real. This is during the broadcast. Critical race theory, which isn't real, which we all know that it is real. Turn to the suburbs, 15 points to the Trump insurrection endorsed candidate. Now think about that. There were so many lies there. Critical race theory doesn't exist. To the Trump insurrection endorsed. Well, I all, I all hope that you see Tucker Carlson's special on January 6th. And know what I talked about last week about the January 6th host. Hoax, rather. That it was, that's what it was. Van Jones calls Glenn Youngkin the Delta variant of Trumpism. It's the same disease, but spreads a lot faster and gets a lot more places. So, obviously, they're handling it very, very well. You know, the lieutenant governor of Virginia that was just elected, I should say the lieutenant governor-elect... Her name is Winsome Sears. She's a black woman who immigrated from Jamaica. She served in the Marines, has a master's degree, ran a woman's homeless shelter, raised three kids, and now she's made history. This is the race hustler's worst nightmare. Last night on MSNBC, the lunatic Joy Reid the Baghdad Bob of MSNBC. They actually gave a show to a mental patient. And on this show, it was said, there is a black mouth moving, but a white idea running on the runway of the tongue of a figure who justifies and, legit and legitimizes the white supremacist practices. The people on the left are the biggest racists in the world. Do you know that? Don't they realize that this is racism? That prescribing someone's mental state and the ideas generated by their mind and their soul that has to correspond to the melanin in their skin and to their ethnic heritage? It's unbelievable. 
And here's how they brainwash you. Remember, I've said this in the past. If you're a conservative woman, a Republican conservative woman, you don't count. If you're a conservative black, you don't count. If you're the worst in the world, a conservative black woman, Republican, you don't count. So they said, oh, there was history made all over the country on Tuesday night. Historic gains for minorities. And they never once mentioned the lieutenant governor-elect of Virginia, Winsome Sears. Never once. She's the first black woman to ever be elected statewide in the state of Virginia. And they ignored it. Now, let me tell you how this works. Because you wouldn't pick up on this. I did. But this is what I'm hoping the show does. This helps you to pick up on this stuff. I like the Channel 12 News because I like Tony Petraca. That's my guilty pleasure. I like watching the weather forecast. Okay? I have to admit it. So I watch Channel 12 because I like Tony Petraca. Channel 12 is owned by Nexstar. Nexstar is a corporate conglomerate news company. They own network affiliates all over the country. Okay? There's like two companies that own all the network affiliates. And so Nexstar basically dictates what the, um, what the correspondents talk about. Like they have the, they do the, new, the local stuff. So the, the, the network doesn't talk about the local stuff. But they pre-program all the national stuff that the correspondents and the news station is going to talk about. And if you look and you've seen, I've seen films of this, is that they all say the same exact thing. Literally all say the same exact thing. Okay? So when they were reporting on Wednesday night, about Tuesday night, they said, and last night there was an election held in the state of Virginia where uh, there was a new governor and a new attorney general elected to the state capitol uh, Glenn Youngkin wins in Virginia beating Terry McAuliffe and they move on. They did that purposely. They said a new governor and a new attorney general. They didn't say a new governor and a new lieutenant governor and a new attorney general. Why do they leave the attorney, the, the lieutenant governor out rather? They leave the lieutenant governor out because a lieutenant governor was elected who is a black female conservative Republican that is pro-life, pro-gun, pro-God, pro-family, pro-USA, and that is their nightmare. So they have to leave that out because they can't keep up the racist narrative this way. Now they're doing it. They keep saying, they just keep saying racism and white nationalism led to Glenn Youngkin winning in Virginia because it's all they got because they're crazy. But they leave that out purposely. And that goes out nationwide. And you watch the news and you're not paying attention. And you hear that and you don't even know a new lieutenant governor was elected in the, in the state of Virginia. But they tell you white supremacy led to the Glenn Youngkin winning in Virginia. You hear that and you believe it. Why do you believe it? Because you weren't told about the lieutenant governor being elected. Because they want to divide us. And the easiest thing to do is by race or by class. And that's what goes on. So we are now living in a country, okay, where the person, the director, the secretary of health and human services is a transgendered female. 55 years lived as a man, now living as a woman, and they tell you that that's an empowering woman. But the black woman that was elected as lieutenant governor in Virginia, who's a Republican and a conservative, is a white supremacist. We are living in a clown show. Good morning and welcome to the Upfront Show. John, uh, just a couple of quick things. Number one, uh, usually hitting people in the pocketbook is where they, they hear things. Uh, and with the people down there in Virginia, the school board people, anti-school board people, I think it would be nice if what they did was sued the um, National School Board Group for defamation 
calling, labeling them domestic terrorists, and then in turn getting them on no-fly list just for the hell of it. I wouldn't accept any thank yous, uh, backhand. I'd just say, hey, give it to me in money. Then we'll know that you won't do that again. The second thing, uh, when you're talking about uh, racism and it being the left, it's always been, I should say always, most recently, that's the way it is. In other words, black people get to say what they want about whether a white person is a racist or not. So, I mean, they right out of the box, it's their subjective interpretation of the expression on your face or the words you use, and they start with the premise that you're a racist. Uh, and the last thing, John, um, if it's factual, okay, is it still racism? So if, if, I, if I were to utter a fact, let's, let's make it a compliment. I have I, I have no dancing ability at all, especially if it comes to rhythm. And I watched and wished that I could do the moves that I see black dancers do. So if I were to say, God, can black people dance? Um, God, I wish I had their teeth. Would that be being racist? Am I jumping all over their culture? So again, John, uh, I, the racism runs the other way. Because you, as a white person, you can't do a damn thing that they can't label racist. And right out of the box, uh, you know, it's we're the racist. So I'll get out of your way, John, so you have more time for more callers. Thank okay? you very much. I appreciate the call. Right, bye-bye. Look, I, and I've said this all along. The biggest race hustlers on, are on the left. They're the worst racists. Imagine Joy Reid, the, the lunatic on MSNBC, comes on and celebrates. Look at the gains in, in, in Virginia. But No. Racism led to this. White supremacy led to this. She actually said, I loved it. It was so awesome watching on, on Tuesday night. She said, the word that, 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 that parents came out in droves to vote for Glenn Youngkin because of education. But education is code. Education is actually a dog whistle for racism. For white supremacy. Can you imagine that? That you don't want your kids to be taught about sex and homosexuality and be given these graphic descriptions of sex at that age. You just want them to be kids. You don't want drag queen dancers. You don't want critical race theory. You don't want your child to be taught that he's bad because he's white. You don't want kids to be separated by race. But that's code for white racism. For white supremacy and racism. These people are insane. They are the worst purveyors of hate and racism. And they're hustlers and they're pimps. Good morning and welcome to the Upfront Show. Good morning, John. I'm not trying to be a consumerist theory about as a matter of fact, I'm asking a question because I don't know. I know there are some parts of the media that actually are owned by China and, and under Chinese influence and receive money from these conglomerates that own all these stations. I really don't have time to study them and be very familiar with them, but I'm just wondering, are, are they receiving money from China or are they under their influence? Yeah, I, you know, I, who knows? China's money goes everywhere. All I know is the way that it works now in the, in the media, you know, it used to be, you know, this, you got to be happy about independent radio stations like this one because there are very, there's very little independence left in the media. If you look at radio, there's basically two companies that own all of the media. There, there's iHeartRadio uh, and then there's uh, Radio.com basically that own uh, and these are those are the you know but they have different names but those are the two companies that own all the radio. Then you've got basically two newspaper companies left. There's Gannett and there's another one that own all the newspapers. And then you look at TV and there's only a couple of, of companies that own all the network affiliates. I mean that's what's going on. We're being programmed. Who are those on the TV? Um I don't know. There's Next Star and there's the other one, which I, 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 I will come back to next week. I will tell you the names of the two companies. Actually, next week I'll come back with the names of all the controllers of the media. Hey, listen, I got to let you go. I'm up against a break. I got to run some commercials. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye. 
you know, we talk about so many great things here and we got great callers that I, I just, uh, you know, the time just gets away from me. I got to run the people that pay for this station. You're listening to the Upfront Show on 1380 AM, 99.FM, WNRI. Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery has good news. We're fully open to our customers. And our fall menu is here, including rustic apple tots with cinnamon sugar apple filling. Gourmet caramel apples drizzled with chocolate. Apple dumplings topped with icing and sliced almonds. Apple ring cake and muffins, including cranberry apple, pumpkin, and apple. The ice cream shop, Wright Scoop, has some great fall flavors, too, including salted caramel, pumpkin and pumpkin Oreo, apple crisps, Sunday ice cream, and brown butter pecan. All located at 200 Woonsocket Hill Road, North Smithfield. And our hours right now are Sunday through Wednesday, 9 to 6, Thursday through Saturday, 8 to 7. Oh, and did I tell you the cows are milk daily from 3 to 4.30 p.m. at Wright's Dairy Farm and Bakery. Enjoyable dining or your favorite pickup order to go from Grumpy's Restaurant in Bellingham. Open seven days a week with a great luncheon menu starting at just $5.99. And a little full menu from burgers to steaks to seafood and great Italian dishes including tasty pizzas. One of the best menus in the area. Hungry today or tonight? Well, come on in and enjoy friendly service, reasonable prices, and great food at Grumpy's. Call ahead for a pickup order or place a reservation to dine in at 508 508- 883-0101 Grumpy's 190 Pulaski Boulevard in Bellingham Grubhub delivery available Kayer Kosher, your accounting, financial planning, tax preparation, and business consulting services of Woonsocket and Warwick. 600 Cass Avenue, Woonsocket, Jefferson Boulevard, and Warwick. Call us locally at 766-8100. Remember, outside of the tax season, we do planning for business, individuals, and families. We're Kayer Kosher. We're certified public accountants. Again, our local number, 766-8100. And remember, having Kayer Kosher to consult with on your personal financial situation is like having all the right answers. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back with the panel here. That's me, John Brian. For the next two minutes, I'm here with you. Uh, listen, I got to tell you about this. We got to get away from what we we're just talking about and get into a quick data point that I think you'll find interesting. Last week, I told you about the fact that the Biden administration was considering giving payments to families that were sep- the members of families that were separated at the border during the Trump administration. And those payments would be $450,000 a piece. Yes, that's right. You come into this country, you get split up from your family while Trump was president, and we will give you nearly half a million dollars of our tax money just for coming over the border. Sounds like a good deal to me. Well, at a news conference, or basically that's what they pretend to call them with President Biden, uh, they asked him, Is this true? And he said, no, that's garbage. And then yesterday, the deputy deputy White House spokesperson was doing the the press uh, conference and said that Biden is perfectly comfortable with the American taxpayer funding cash payments for illegal immigrants. So within 24 hours, we go from garbage to perfectly comfortable. Who's running the country? I have no idea. Hey, I want to thank WNRI for the time. I want to thank you for listening, for, for calling. Please use the opportunity this weekend to think, to read, not mainstream sources. Don't listen to the news. Think for yourself and listen. Run for office. You can do this. The truck driver from New Jersey did it. You can too. This has been WNRI's Upfront. Presented weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380 WNRI Woonsocket.